The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs. You guys got to remember that. There'll be a quiz at the end of the show where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life. But does it matter? Does it? It only matters if you understand that smiling is better than frowning. The review of the goofy news which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Three Two, one, okay. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use. Isn't that a wonderful idea? A life lesson for faith that we can use if we decide to use it and not just sit on our blessed assurance. That is brilliant. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? What else am I going to do in the afternoon? I got nothing else going on. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea, which really should tell you everything you want to know. We have no idea what's going to happen. We have a plan, but plans are the funny things we do when we tell God how it's going to go down. Uh, so we basically have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care because we're just having fun and fellowship and strengthening one another and blessing one another as we see the day of the Lord approaching. This is not your church. It's a fellowship to encourage and strengthen you. For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a prayer request or a praise report, you are welcome to reach out to us and engage. This is not a forum for complaining. That is not what the Lord is looking for from us. This is a forum to try and strengthen one another. And while we have all the warfare that's going around, let's do our best to encourage one another exactly as the Scripture commands. And so to that end, we encourage you to call 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone. And that, my friends, is a peaceful, peaceful experience because he is the captain making you sail in the right direction on the ship. Then it turns, he turns it over to me. Kind of like you just dropped through a hole 12 stories up. Anyway, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You're welcome to do that. You can give your name. You can be anonymous. You can anonymously give your name. 
Well, you can do that too. You can also email us, David at he must That's David at he must You can do that live during the show. I do get that. If it's pertinent, I'll bring it up. If you have an answer to a trivia or something, I'll bring it up. I'll always uh, mention it. Otherwise, I kind of tuck it away and, and then deal or respond later on. So we're going to send you to the website. I got to tell you something about the website that's new on the new website. We're going to send you to he must But before we send you over there, there are now four apps. How many? Four. How many lights? There are four lights. There are four apps that you can choose from. The fifth one is forthcoming. That fifth one will be for Apple. They're all different. Don't ask why. It didn't cost any extra to do two or three. So, well, why not? And so we put it together. It's a lot of fun. Check out the little circle thingies on the app. They're cool. One app is called... Spoonanity. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, don't forget, that's also a place to give. But you know what? Go enjoy the site. Don't worry about the giving. The giving will take care of itself because it always does. I'm not going to tell you not to give, but I'm just telling you, go enjoy the site. Go check it out. Check out all the pages, all the links. Go to hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook. He must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okie dokie, artichokey. A couple of quick updates for you. Uh, I am doing better. I had my physical therapy today. Uh, my physical therapist was really mean. That's all I'm going to say. See, because you don't know who it is. I, I don't feel like I'm really bashing this guy named Josh at the Dallas Institute. Never mind. Uh, so the bottom line is because I'm making advancements, they're making advancements in my physical therapy. That's a nice way to put that. Okay. Uh, Noel is kind of uh, a little better, but kind of in the same spot. We, we, we are very hopeful, and I just want you to keep praying for her. She is, for me, from the human point of view— She's my world. I understand how people think, well, your kids should be your world and then your spouse. Okay, that's wrong and not biblical, just to let you know. But the bottom line to that whole process is please keep praying for her that she would be better and do better all the way up until you know what? She's fine until I tell you she's fine. So just keep praying. Annoy God. I love it. He loves it. Let's do it that way. And then finally, uh, Levi, doing a little better. So I'm, I'm happy about Levi. Noel's happy about Levi. I'm happy because Noel's happy. You get that? Okay. Does that, does that make sense? All right. So things are on the better. Okay. They were at a two or a one and a half. They're up to a five and six. So that's, you know, that's, that's good improvement. All right. In the meantime, we have on this day our read and ramble. Well, I'm ramming, 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 ramming. You know, it's just like dominoes. You're just like you're looking at the dominoes. It's like push them, push them so that they all fall over. Blin. All right, we are in First Thessalonians chapter five, and this would be we're actually uh, gonna uh, start in. I guess it's gonna be verse three ish. Uh, and it says this, and, I, and again, if, you, or if you've been following us, you've been listening to the show, you already know, well, Dave's not really teaching the Thess Thessalonians text in a specific eschatological uh, perspective or an exegesis because, one, nobody knows what that is and what I just said, and that, two, I don't care if you're premillennial, all-millennial, post-millennial, I don't care if you see this happening, that I don't care if you're pre, mid, post-rapture, I don't care. You know what I care about? That Jesus Christ 
is your Savior and your Lord. Let's go there. And so I read this, and I kind of, you know, my take is typically as the audience would listen to it, I think this is how they would hear it. So Paul says this, when they say, now who's they? Well, that's the worldly people, all the people that are making their announcements and pronouncements and, and proclamations. When they say, peace and security, peace and security. You know, I'm not sure how many governments today, like in the United States, are going around saying, everything's fine. It is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Peace and security. I sit there and I go, yeah, somebody's lying. <laughs> How do you know that the politicians are lying? Their lips are moving. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. When they say peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them like labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. First and foremost, I want you to understand that the world is going to tell you that they are going to establish world peace. Remember, one world government mentality? I have a message for you. It's not leaning political at all. It's very simple based on scripture. Mankind will never establish in his own power at any point a genuine world peace. It will always be fake, period. It will be like the word utopia, which actually means nowhere. They will tell you it's great. We say it's great. You listen to us. We're telling you how it is. And you should just be smart enough as a Bible-believing, born-again Christian to go, and no, <laughs> this is not how it is. And when the one girl world government becomes more active, and if you don't think it's going to come more active, you're, you're just not watching what's going on, it will fail because God will treat it like he treated Babel. And in the Tower of Babel, God said, bam, not happening. And they will try, and man will try to establish his own righteousness. He will write his own moral code, which he's already trying to do. He will establish what is and isn't okay, which is what all these cultures are about, the woke culture and this culture and that culture, and all these kind of things. And you're just looking at it, and you're like going, none of that is going to work. It's all going to fall apart. There's, it's not going to happen. Here's the most amazing part. Verse 4 says, but you, brothers and sisters, are not in the dark. For the day won't surprise you like a thief. Why not? Because we anticipate the return of the Lord. We anticipate the second coming of Jesus Christ. The whole text prior that Paul was writing about had to do with the return of Jesus. We know it's coming. Oh, we know they're scoffers. We know they're mocking us. We know they're laughing at So? So what? Doesn't matter. We, you know, the best you do is you do it as unto the Lord. And we know that all oh, those goofy Christians, oh, they have just live in fantasy land. It's like, and you feel bad because you want to say nice things to them, but, but you also want to kind of like, you know, you want to give them a little Don Rickles rib, you know, kind of, uh, yes, you do. You, know, you want to say something like, well, yeah, well, you know, the same thing everybody feels when the rapture takes place and everybody's looking at the unbelievers, you just want to go, told you, you know, you just want to have that one second. To, to pull it off. Here's the bottom line. Don't be surprised. The world's going to try and establish itself as a utopia, as a mecca of peace, uh, as a as a as a uh, institution that declares that there's peace and security because they're controlling everything. And the answer is because it taint so. You understand? Okay.
Uh, that's just a fun opening for me. All right, folks, you're uh, listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind destroying everyone and everything we find is the hungry giant. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770-K-A-A-M. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la 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 that is la 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 You asked for zany, my friend. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike, you know, Christmas vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth, we we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time, and we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree. And I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again, holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door, trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the and I've got the act up, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
Uh, let's get ready for our first trivia question. I've got multiple things I want to try and accomplish in this show. And, you know, I only have 90 minutes to do it. See, remember we used to be, I only have 60 minutes to do it. Now I only have 90 minutes to do it. Yeah, let's see what the future holds. Here's your first trivia question. In the Old Testament, who claimed an angel or one like the Son of God had rescued Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the fiery furnace? Who made that proclamation? If you think you know the answer to that, you are welcome to call in at 972-445-0770. You can also uh, text in 214-210-8483. You send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Those are all available to you. Three things real quickly to tell you. Number one, Al wanted to know if Noelle hurt herself by carrying me because I needed help. Thanks a lot, Al. I'll remember that. Uh, the answer would be no. Uh, no, but I am going to be leaning on everybody in this audience more and more in 2022. So uh, you better get your backs in shape. That's all I'm going to say. You know, carry one another's burdens and so forth. <laughs> the law of Christ. Is that great? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, number two, we're going to do our DNA real quickly. We're not going to spend a lot of time. Number three, I'm going to read something that Eric asked me, which I thought was a, a good question. Uh, so let's do our DNA real fast. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. That does not mean weekly or monthly or twice a year, like, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, or Christmas and Easter, get it? Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, never, 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 Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father, don't do that, and then A, always be ready, to serve, which means, doesn't mean always be ready to get stuff, because you're super cool. It's like, that's not the idea. You should be ready to serve. You're going to be sensitive to the Lord, aware of other people. Try to be a vehicle. That's the goal there. Okay? All right. Doesn't take a lot. All right. All right. Who is the king? I'm sorry. Who was the king? Who was the, the guy's name? Kind of gave some of that away. Nice job, Dave. Now I need a name. <laughs> who was the dude <laughs> who said there was an angel? Yeah, can you? I can only I could ruin a trivia question that quick. Is it amazing? Who is? What was the guy's name who said there was an angel amongst uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace? Okay, what was the name of the king? That's what I'm looking for. All right, uh, one more thing, real quickly. Eric asked a question, which was a good question, by the way. Eric, that picture was cool. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, sent me a picture like an looked like an angel kind of flying over across. But he said, here's this question. After prayer, we say amen, meaning it's true. Make it so. It is written. Uh, make the circle of completeness. All of that is correct. In fact, amen has a multiplication, but, but it's an affirmation. Okay? So why does it say amen and amen? In other words, why does it say amen and amen? Ready? Emphasis. No other reason. This, the, the, theologically, it's the, no, it's not. It's like going, that's right, and he's right, and yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the excitement of the moment or the affirmation of the moment. It's like saying yes and yes, sir, right? It's like a double a double dip kind of thing. It's just emphasis. That's the only reason they do it. It's, it's language, so you have to think of it in those terms. I don't really ever think they ever said, hey, man. You know, it's like it's a little more firm and out there than that. Okay? All right. There you go. Uh, one, two, three, four. All right, let me go back to the text. We're still in that, right? <laughs> Poor Chris today is just like, I'm holding on, Dave. I'm holding on. Okay. Uh, so we just did this. When they say peace and security and then sudden destruction will come upon them, ha, like labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. You're not getting out of it. It's too late. Okay? 
But you, brothers and sisters, are not in the dark. You're not in the dark for this day to surprise you like thief. Like, I'm not getting caught. The Lord's coming back. Well, when's he coming back? Well, apparently you don't think he's coming back. So for you, at not a good time. For me, at a great time, whatever it is. Verse 5, for you are all children of light and children of the day. We do not belong to the to the night or the darkness. This is not a reference to vampire movies. Okay? All right, stop that. Okay? Yeah, there's people that actually think that. Here's the bottom line. We are connected to Jesus Christ. Jesus is, ready, the light of the world. Okay, this is a very important point. And so you and me as children of God connected to Jesus, we're of the day. We're of the light. And we don't belong to the night. Yeah, I know there's a great popular song about that, and I get it. But what we're talking about is actual spiritual connections. And we are not connected to the darkness. So I want to just remind you of something I shared with you six months ago. I don't know, Chris, if you were on when I shared this or not. I gotta, I gotta, you'll have to remind me if— Tell me if you ever heard this. But so I had a dream uh, moons ago. Let's put it with that. And in the dream, I was in this uh, apartment, and Rob and Cindy, who are my friends who live in Idaho, and I had asked Chris if that was the place of potatoes or not, because I keep forgetting. Because Noel said, just remember potatoes. Like, okay. So they're in the land of Idaho. Anyway, in the dream, they were in it, and there was this other person, these other like couple of people, and then uh, they turned to me and they said, well, tell Tell them what it is the Lord showed you. Now, this was in my dream, right? And I'm like, you know, and so I open my mouth and out comes the one thing the Lord has made absolutely clear to me is that the the, the nature is going to have a, you know, kind of a more wild release and there is going to be a greater distinction between believer and unbeliever. So then I woke up from the dream and I thought, I don't get the animal part. <laughs> I'm not even trying. I don't even don't. What's from the Lord? I hope I maybe I hope so. I think so. Maybe. But I can tell you one thing about the dream that is true. And that is the distinction part is absolutely right on because God is making it much more clear who is and who isn't a Christian. And as time goes on, and as persecution increases, and as things get towards uh, closer to the end, those distinctions will become absolutely clear. People who are sitting on the fence will not be a part. They will, the lukewarm will not be a part of the, what's going to take place. It's going to be the sheep on the right and the goats on the left. And that divide is getting bigger and bigger. And I am telling you, you, you can say, well, are you trying to prophesy? Yeah, I'll prophesy because it's all over scripture. So I'll just do that for you real quickly. It's going to become more distinctive who is and who is not a part of the kingdom. And so when it says you are all children of the light and children of the day, we do not belong to the light or the darkness. Right there is a distinction. And when people talk about holiness in our culture, we always talk about holiness. And then, you, uh, I don't know, you either, you either see a clergy person or some old person or a monk or, I mean, that's how we, 
have all these like really weird images of holiness or these uh, pictures that, that that people drew of Moses, even though nobody had a camera. You know, all that stuff. And really, holiness comes down to the simplicity of separated. And holiness means separated for God. The distinction is the separation for God and for his kids and for his kingdom. Remember, it's the sheep that are going into eternity with God and the goats who are not. Jesus, by the way, gave multiple illustrations on this. And it's important for you to understand, we've talked about it before, there's not five different sides to an issue. There is God's side and all the other sides. So there are two sides. You are either on the right side or you will be on the left side. And left by left, I mean not going in the kingdom of God, not going to heaven, not going in any kind of connection to the Lord in there. Not happening. And so if you're one of those people that listen to this show and you're like, you know, I always hear this and I think it's fascinating. Da, da, da. I have a message for you. It's very nice, very full of love, very full of compassion. If you don't make the choice and you don't make it soon, you won't have an opportunity to make a choice. And then you will be responsible for allowing yourself to not jump on the saving ship called Jesus Christ. And then you will go to hell and you will have to suffer for your decision. Period. So either get into the situation and choose to go right and choose to be a sheep and choose to follow Jesus and choose to surrender that he died for your sins and that he was buried and three days later he rose again and there were witnesses to testify to that. Or ignore God, roll the dice, and see how it goes for you, period. It's not my responsibility to uh, make the decision for you. Make the right decision. Your eternity is in the balance. Okay? So for those that are listening that, that do that, that's your that's your that's your call. That's your warning. That's the, the the loudest we can get on that. The bottom line is for believers, we have an assurance. And the assurance is this. Have you ever noticed when the world is doing this weird stuff or they're saying these weird things or there's you know you know they're promoting lies and so on and so forth, your whole spirit's like going, Oh, I just can't wait for the Lord to go back. It's like you're, you're almost like it's almost like your relief. It's almost like the rollades for the moment kind of mentality. That should be your assurance. Oh yeah, I'm in. Am I in? I can't stand being in this stuff. I can't wait to get out of here. Right? That should tell you where you're at. How you operate on the inside should tell you everything you need to know about what it's all about. Okay, And you you don't have to fake it. Oh, I'm not perfect. That's right. That's what forgiveness is about, mercy is about, grace is about. You ain't perfect. Right? Right. Okay. In the Old Testament, who claimed an angel had rescued Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the fiery furnace that was king, nice job, Dave, King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar, by the way, I would accept anything like Nebi, Neb the cow, anything like that's fine. Well, God turned him into a cow. So, I mean, the cow dude, that would be fine. Any of that, that works. He saw, he was in shock. (laughs) See, God is so able to humiliate (laughs) and humble in a moment. It's amazing. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been running. 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Before we pray and before we get going, it's important for you to understand kind of where I'm coming from. A lot of you who, uh, those of you that were in the first service are going, oh no, here comes that joke again. Uh, wrong, it's a different joke, so we'll go with that. Let's understand that being born and raised Jewish and becoming a Christian is very simply understood for all of you. That means two Jews, three opinions. If you can't figure that out, you're going to have a tough time the rest of this time. So let's talk about what that perspective is and what I learned growing up. There was a lady and she was on a bus. And she was sitting next to a guy. And she turns over to the guy and she taps him and she goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, mister, mister, are you Jewish? And he goes, no, no, I'm not. She goes, okay, thanks. Going a f- further down, she taps him again. She goes, excuse me, excuse me mister, she goes, are, are you Jewish? He goes, no, I, I'm not Jewish, but thank you for asking. I appreciate that. They go a little further down and she taps him again. She goes, excuse me one more time, mister. Are you sure you're not Jewish? He goes, no, I am not Jewish. I am not. She goes, okay, fine. A little further down, she taps him again. She goes, are you really sure you're not Jewish? He goes, fine, fine, I'm Jewish. She goes, funny, you don't look Jewish. 